We get support from Pepper Bras. If you are on the Itty Bitty Titty Committee like me, this is for you. I was so excited when I tried on a Pepper bra for the first time because they are designed specifically for small chested ladies like myself. And it's honestly the first time I have ever tried on a bra that truly fits. I'm talking no cup gaps, no uncomfortable underwire. It doesn't bunch up in any place and I'm obsessed. I will never go back to any other bra. I personally own five or six of them. My two favorites are the MVP multi-way strapless bra, which I wear constantly even when I don't need to wear a strapless. It's super comfortable, stays in place. It doesn't hurt at all like other strapless bras I found. And then the other one that I love is the mesh all you bra. It's perfect for under a t-shirt. The fabric is buttery soft and I just, I love them. And now they even have uh, swimwear for summer. And this is so exciting because I have a nasty habit of flashing people on the beach and in pools with my ill-fitting bikini tops. So if you've also found yourself in that situation before, I think you're really going to love what they have to offer. So check out Pepper Bras by going to our show notes and you can find our link there to get 10% off your first order. Hey babes, we are back and today we have a really, really um, weird and intriguing story to share with you. Um, Katie, do you want to introduce us to what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, so this story, I sometimes forget it even happened to me. It was so freaking bizarre. But this <laughs> this happened during my first year of teaching, but I was actually catfished pretty like deeply by a coworker. Deeply. Um, so let's just get into it. Um, yep. So yeah, my first year teaching um, and... To be perfectly honest, I had no idea what I was doing. I definitely like wanted to collaborate with my coworkers. I was working in a really high need school and I obviously didn't have a ton of teaching experience and yeah, I just could use a lot of support at that time. So there was this other teacher who worked there. Let's call her um <laughs> I don't want to use her real name. <laughs> Let's call her Natalie. Um so Natalie, Natalie was down the hall. And she came into my room when I was setting up my classroom and she just asked me if I I needed help with anything. She had already set up her classroom. She was not a first year teacher, um, but she had just moved to Los Angeles from New Jersey. This was her first year in Los Angeles at the school teaching this grade. So she was in a similar boat, even though she had a few years of teaching under her belt, but she'd already set up her room. And so she came in and helped me finish up mine. And she was really sweet and she was really helpful. And she had a lot of knowledge and wisdom to share. She was teaching the same grade level, same subjects, sixth grade, ELA and history. And so we became friends pretty quickly um, I got her number. We ended up meeting up for lunch before school started. We started collaborating on everything. Um, I would go to her room every day for lunch. Things were great. Um, so, you know, like as friends do, I shared a lot about my personal life with yeah. her. You get so close. Like, I think in the helping professions, especially like when you're dealing with other people so much, you got so close to your coworkers. That's like kind of unique, I think, and yeah. for helping professions, like how close we get to our 
mm-hmm. to our coworkers. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Like, we definitely felt like we were in this together. Like, yeah. this was a really tough school. And, and she was having similar kind of struggles with behavior and, um, you know, just, yeah, similar things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she... Yeah, I told her a lot about what was going on in my life. So that previous summer, I had just split with my boyfriend. It had been maybe like a year and a half of dating. Um, And I was just kind of in an emotionally vulnerable place. Like I really needed a good friend and and she was there for me in that way. So I shared a lot with her and more than I should have, I realized. Apparently. Um, but she shared a lot with me too. She told me that she had met this guy when she was, you know, just like out at a bar one night, um, got his number and she was sharing information about him and she showed me a picture and I, I'm not trying to, (laughs) I don't want to say the wrong thing here, but, um, (laughs) so my friend Natalie, you know, was not like. I don't know how to say this without just sounding like a bitch, but but she, she was not just like the most beautiful, like stunning model person. Okay, like, okay. but this guy that she met was a hundred percent. Like he looked like he could have been a model. Yeah. Um, and you know, like whatever, she had a great personality. So it, I didn't really question it. I was just like, Oh, like this good for you. Yeah. Um, you found this super <laughs> hot you, guy. Like, and so she would tell me about their relationship and um, things seemed like they were going really well for her. And about a month later, she's like, oh, so um, my boyfriend, now they're, you know, official, um, has this cousin who saw a picture of us and he thought you're really cute. Can I tell him that you're single? Can I share your number? And I was like, why not? Like, I hadn't really yeah, started dating again. Good. But, you know, I... I knew what her boyfriend looked like. I'm like, oh, he has a family member? Like, he's fine. Like, I'm trying to, yeah, so I want to see, I want to see what he looks like. So um, this guy messaged me um, just from this random number. um, And I just, you know, didn't question it because I knew that this guy was going to text me. Yeah. Um, He sent a picture of himself. He was fine as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I was just feeling very optimistic and hopeful and I trusted her. Um, so I just went with it. Yeah. And so I'm messaging with this guy over a couple weeks and I don't really like, not a lot of red flags, you know, conversations started getting a little bit more intense, a Mm -hmm. little more intimate. We started exchanging some messages that, you know, now in hindsight, I definitely (laughs) shouldn't You know, things you do when you're in your early 20s and you're young and you're naive. And um, yeah, anyway, so she she ended up in possession of, you know, like pictures of me that I didn't want her to have. I didn't want anyone to have. Um, And, you know, I should never. How did she get them? Um, Okay, so here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here we here we go. (laughs) So anyway. Cracks in this story start to emerge when after two weeks of texting with this guy and, you know, exchanging some photos and, you know, I got some in return. So I didn't really like question anything. Yeah. Um, But I kept asking like, hey, can we meet up? Like, I'm not about this whole texting relationship. Like, I'm looking for a real human. Someone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we try to set some things up. He's just never available. He's so busy. He, he's taking care of his little sister. His parents are out of town. He's like doing all this stuff. He has to travel for work. Um, so many excuses. 
and I didn't question it. Yeah. But I start calling him and he never would pick up and he never would call me back. And it started to really piss me off. Yeah. Um, and so he finally called me one night, but it was three in the morning. Um, I didn't pick up, obviously. I just saw this missed call in the middle of the night. Um, and so I'm like, look, like either I talk to you or see you today or I'm done. Like, I'm not just trying to like message some person on the internet. Now I'm starting to like question if you even are who you say you are. Um, so he's like, okay, like let's, let's meet up at the Grove tonight. And the Grove is this like bougie mall in (laughs) Beverly Hills. And, um, they have this big thing around the holidays every year where, they light this big it is really pretty it's beautiful (laughs) yeah um and it was public and so i was like okay cool that's like a safe place for me to meet up um so i go and i arrive at five we're supposed to meet up at five it's 5 15 5 30 i'm not seeing him he's texting me saying oh i'm running late i'm on my way um so i just wait it's six o'clock he's still not there and then he says okay i'm here i'm in well i don't know how the how the fuck he got in because I couldn't even get in. I was waiting outside of the Grove, like waiting in this huge long line, like oh. waiting to be let in. Oh, I didn't realize that's how it works. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was like just so packed. <clears throat> um, and so I'm like telling him, I'm like, well, how'd you get in? Come get me. Yeah. Um, and he's telling me, maybe I left out this part of the story, but he, so he has this very like, or at least he tells me he has this very like grandiose life. He like has oh. this high paying job. He travels for work. He gets invited to like special events. Like he went to the Oscars and oh, all this stuff. Bouncer. And you know, this is LA. So there's people like that. Yeah, and sure. I just kind of believed him. But um, anyway, I assume that he got to skip the line because he's special and yeah. got some special privilege. Right. Um, so I'm like, yo, come get me. Yeah. Like, hello. And he's like, okay, I'll try to figure out how you're to like get out. You're an hour late and you're not going to come get me? Yeah. Sorry. No, it's so annoying. <laughs> um, so I'm like waiting for him to come get me in the line. It's 6.30. He still hasn't come and gotten me. And I'm calling him. He's like, I can't answer. Like, it's so crowded. It's too loud. I can't get out. Um, 6.45. Oh, my God. He texts me and is like, hey, I had to leave. Um, I'm here with my sister and she just threw up on me. No. So he said that he left and I'm like, okay, well, what? I'll meet up with you in the parking lot. Like, yeah, I just like, want to see. I just need to see your body. I just want to like, see your face. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, I go out to the parking lot because I'm like, well, maybe – I can just try to find him. I can yeah. trust him. I know what he looks like. I know right. what car he drives. Um, I obviously don't see anything. Finally, around 7.30, I request an Uber home. I've yeah. been there two and a half hours. Like, what the fuck? He's not there anymore. He's not responding to me anymore. I'm done. Um, so I go home, and I'm just, like, super disappointed and confused. And I sent him this message, and I wasn't, like, nasty about it, but I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like you really dropped the ball. Like, I don't know if you are who you say you are. I'm really kind of like freaking out about this. I don't trust you. Um, and I don't know, I get a response the next day and he's like, I really want to make it up to you. Um, let's, let's plan like a date for this weekend. And so I'm like, okay, I'll give you one last chance. And again, like I'm in a really like emotionally kind of vulnerable place. I'm, you know, this first year job, I'm having a really hard time. Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I just believed yeah, <laughs> in yeah. him. I, I was a very trusting 
person. Well, someone you trusted introduced you. Exactly. So, like, why wouldn't you? Exactly. Um, And in the meantime, she's telling me, like, all these things that are going on with her boyfriend. And, you know, she's seen the cousin. And they've done this stuff. And she's showing me all these photos to corroborate her stories. And so, yeah, I just, I believe everything. Um, But then the weekend comes around and... He says that he has pancreatitis and is in the hospital. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my God. Are you okay? Yeah. Like, again, just trusting. Yeah. Um, but I don't even remember what it was exactly that, like, led to me discovering everything. But basically, one night during the stay that he's in the hospital i'm like i want to get to the bottom of this like i'm gonna like google the shit out of this person because he didn't have social media or anything and so some of these pictures that he sent me i do the whole like catfish thing the reverse google search and it pops up on this social media profile of somebody with the same name and this person has like thousands and thousands of followers oh wow and so that's my first red flag yeah "Uh uh-oh like, what's the deal here? Yeah. Um, and then I do, like, a white pages search of the phone number, and it says it's one of those, like, apps. Oh, like a text app? It's a text app. It's not a real okay. number. Um, and so I, on this guy's profile, I see that he has an account for his dog. And so I knew I wasn't going to get through to him. He has tens of thousands of followers on his page, but the dog only had a a couple thousand. So I'm like, well, let me message the dog and see if I get a response. And so I messaged the dog and I'm like, Hey, I've been, um, I've been talking to you and I'm really confused. Like, are you this person? Like, are you who you say you are? Um, and they responded literally within like 20 minutes and we're like, I'm so sorry. Like this has happened before. I don't know. Like I am in a, I'm engaged. I like, like, I'm so sorry. Like, no. Um, and so at that point I just block the number, like I'm yeah. done, but I'm like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, I'm just questioning everything now. Like why? Yeah. And why the fuck did this girl introduce, like, sh- well, that's the thing. So I start thinking <laughs> oh and I'm God. like, so I'm like, is it, is it her? Is she being catfished too? Like what is going yeah. on? Like, and that's what I thought. Like I thought maybe she had been like her in boyfriend. some yeah. thing and maybe pulled me in. God. And so I am just straight up with her. Like I go into her room at lunch the next day at school and I'm like, can you just be honest with me? Like, do you actually like have a photo of you and this guy that you're dating? Can you show me that? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, well, I actually didn't tell you, but um, we broke up, um, and I, I deleted all of our photos together mm. and I'm like, I just don't believe you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. Like, I don't buy it. Mm-mm. Like restore Not it, after all pull it out of the trash. Right. Like, um, how convenient for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had this other partner teacher. We shared the same students. She taught math and science. I taught English and history. And I go to her. Um, we're also pretty good friends at this point. Um, and I just explain this to her. And I'm like, I need to tell somebody what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I I can't continue to work with her. Mm-mm. Like, I don't trust her. I don't believe her. No. And like, that's what do I do? Yeah, that's some batshit crazy, like that's scary and like this person is working with kids and like this person had like 
talk to her students about like this guy in her life and like like she was oversharing that's not something she should have done anyway but like I don't know there's just a lot of layers to this yeah Um, so my other friend helps me like confront her like for real um like at school at school okay so we go in there um we all had the same like conference period so we had like a full hour and we go in and we close the door and we're like intervention bitch yeah we're like sit down like, <laughs> <laughs> like what is going on yeah. like are you what are you doing me? like I think you are and if you are why and yeah. what are you gonna do with these photos I've sent you and yeah. like what is your end game yeah are you trying to get me fired are you right. trying to like like what what's what the goal this? here um and she never admits anything but she does start crying um and she basically is like i just feel really attacked right now and i feel really like, you feel attacked yeah. <laughs> and she's like and i feel really alone in the city and like i just don't need this and, oh my goodness and i'm like oh my god like and no now, i don't need this yeah not you <laughs> so she she never admitted anything but i think like her her crying and just not being able to produce anything to like contradict what I was accusing her of like was enough for me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I understand like we've got to, we've got to finish out the year. Yeah. Um, We're going to have to sit in meetings together. Um, But you will only talk to me about school related things. If it does not have anything to do with school, I I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to get lunch on the weekend. I don't no. want you coming to my house. She, she knew where I lived. Yeah. She, like, I had trusted her to come and walk my dog once when I was going to yeah. be out all day. Like, she knew where I kept my spare key. She knew the combination to my lock. Like, uh. like all this just creepy stuff. And it, like, yeah, it was just a lot. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of the story. But anyway. <laughs> People are crazy. Freaking nuts. Um. And I think, like, I mean, I won't get into the specifics about this because, you know, my family is kind of, like, private. But at the same time, my family was going through something very, very big and very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, And she knew that. And she knew all the details of that. And I just felt so, like, betrayed and taken advantage of and... Um, I felt, I felt like very naked, like literally, like like, so violated. I mean, literally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't send like any full nudes or anything, but I definitely sent like like, suggestive things I shouldn't have. Not, that were not meant for her and that, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 So bizarre. Um, You have a lot of, (laughs) unfortunately, I feel like you have a couple of, like, stories where people are just, like, you just come across some crazy people and you're, like... Well, I think, like, like, we were talking about this before. I think it's because we, like, assume the best of people. And, like, we are inherently, like, empathetic and pretty trusting. Yeah. I still don't think she's a bad person, but I think she is definitely like a pathological liar. Yeah, and is probably deeply lonely. Some serious behaviors going on. For sure. That are like detrimental to herself and others. And I think what's so sad about it is like the first month before any of this happened, like I genuinely valued our friendship. Yeah. Like, I liked her. She has the ability to have that peace, whether it was authentic from her or not. Uh-huh. And it still could have been outside of 
this other weird sort of it almost feels like an addiction like there's some sort of addiction going on because I feel like people who do who go that deep into like mm-hmm. catfishing someone like there's obviously something going on yeah <laughs> you know like this is like some sort of coping behavior that is like obviously maladaptive and not appropriate but and like yeah. maybe she has some like self-esteem issues or maybe she was bullied or I, I really don't yeah. know. I don't know where that stems from, but like none of it is an excuse. No. Yeah. To treat someone that way and to yeah. And like if she wanted a friend, like I was already that to her. Right. Like what was she trying to get out of this? I don't know. Yeah, I mean I don't there could understand be a couple different angles. Maybe she had a crush on you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe she realized she was getting catfished and was too embarrassed to admit it and 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 genuinely didn't realize that that other guy was a ca- no but I mean I mean who knows? I'm just I'm just putting things out there. I, I have no idea. That I feel like to her. it was probably her but who knows like Like I suggested she that to her. Said, I'm like I want I want to understand like yeah. if this was the issue like I'm not mad about it just admit it yeah. like just tell me what's going on because yeah. i have i'm so confused and i like feel you've so wasted violated. so much of my time yeah. you've accepted or allowed me to be in this situation where i'm like being vulnerable physically and emotionally mm-hmm. knowing that it's not authentic like i don't know so bizarre yeah. It was just so odd. And and after all of what we talk about on this podcast and how little time we have yeah. or, you know, how little energy, like the fact that it's being, it's, she's choosing to use it on something like that is so strange. I think the other thing that's really concerning about it is like, I mean, she didn't do anything blatantly illegal. Right. And there was nothing for me necessarily to report to police or the district or my administrator or anything else. And, you know, I wanted to maintain, you know, like being a professional and like, I didn't want to go to my administrator and like spill all this drama. Right. Or, and I didn't, she had things against me at that point. She had photos. Like I I just didn't know how that would pan out. So I never reported anything, but this person is a credentialed educator who is still to this day working with children. And I don't know Mm. if she is doing this to somebody else. Are you connected with her on any platform? No, I blocked her on everything. I just felt so violated. No, that makes sense. Um, I was just curious. I have looked her up since, um, and I know exactly where she works. Okay. And yeah, um, I don't know. It's just... Weird, weird, weird stories on burnt out babes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, thanks for listening to my catfish tale. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. This was this was a good one. Yeah. I mean, you know, good now to talk, to look back on and just be like, wow, what the fuck? But like, not really good in any other way. <laughs> well, I think it's kind of like it's a little bit of a cautionary tale. I learned a lot. Don't send yeah. things to people that you haven't met in person Mm -hmm. um, and that you don't trust 100%. And also like, yeah, just, you know, be, have your guard up because you don't know who out there is going to try to take advantage of your kindness. Yep. Um, Amen. (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning into the burnt out babes podcast. 
If you enjoyed this episode, we would absolutely love it if you could leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're currently listening and share with a friend too. Also, feel free to reach out to us directly on Instagram at burntout underscore babes to ask questions, share ideas, and submit your stories. We'll see you next time for a brand new episode.